everyone, and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat, the podcast that is dedicated to educating around fitness, nutrition, wellness, and of course, mindset. Now, if you are someone who has been listening for a while or just getting started and you love health and fitness, you love to learn about it and want to grow and learn even more, please make sure you check out our upcoming certifications, our fitness and nutrition expert certification, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certification, which you can learn more about at fitchicksacademy.com. So again, we have both of our certifications up and coming. You can check them out at fitchicksacademy.com where you can learn more, get certified and help others fall in love with their health. All right. Thank you so much for listening today and on to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn. And my name is Laura Jackson. In today's podcast, we are talking about a topic that we've never discussed before, which is tortoises or turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Which when I literally, when Amanda first sent this to me, I was like, I'm confused. Why are we talking about turtles? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so the whole idea came to me over this weekend and I was thinking about just everything that we do in life. I was thinking about this because I've been like racing to get a lot of things done in my life lately, just kind of rushing and everything else. And the whole thought came to me thinking about people on their journey when it comes to their health and wellness and how we all want those quick fixes. We all want those, like we, if we don't see results in a week, we feel like it's not working. So what I want to talk about today was the whole idea of taking a step back, slowing things down and why it's so important to take that approach. So that's why this podcast is all about like basically that the turtle knows best. (laughs) So Laura, when it comes to health and fitness, do you, can you think back to a time in your life where you wished and you would have paid anything to speed up the process to like get results tomorrow, to like wake up the next day and be exactly where you thought in your mind you wanted to be? Yes. Yesterday. (laughs) Right. I still feel this way. I still like... Literally, I think this is one of the biggest battles I think with with your fitness and health journey is really understanding it's a lifelong journey, right? Which ties into the turtle. Like it's a slow and like you're you're never gonna get to a place where it ends because it's not like you just put in the work and then you suddenly are 100 happy and feel amazing about everything and then you just stop because like anything, then you'll go back to where you were, right? Mm-hmm. So. For me, it's like, I always want things to be quicker. I always have to coach my brain around the fact of like, no, you're in this for the long haul, you know, and if you want to change, it will happen, but it's not going to be overnight. But then my brain will always tell me, oh, but why can't it be faster? Why can't it be like this? And then like, I have to coach it and be like, because number one, you can't just go to the gym and do one, you know, Workout. one bicep curl expect to have like huge Arnold Schwarzenegger guns and <laughs> like it's an ongoing process and then also it's not better there than here like you're not going to get to a body that you're happier in so you have to just love the process which i think is one of the most challenging things to coach clients on because mm-hmm. they want the quick results it's just the way we're programmed and to coach ourselves on i think it's so hard it is so hard. It is. It's so hard to think that right now where I'm at today, I I have to be, I don't have to be in love with it, but I have to definitely be okay with it. And I have to fall in love with the process and understand. I think, you know, the statement that where you're headed is not necessarily like an end result. Like it's, no. you're never going to get to a place where you wake up and you're just like, 
perfect. I made it. I'm done. It's always going to be this consistent effort. And it's going to like, there's going to be times where you take 10 steps forwards. And there are going to be times when you take 10 steps backwards. That is life. That's what happens. But the consistency and bringing yourself back to that consistency of knowing that you're doing when it comes to changing your health, that you're doing this for your life and for a lifelong journey. This is who you are. It's not something you're doing. I think that that's the approach that I think for me at least resonates the most. Well, and one of the things that I think has been one of the most helpful ways of thinking, and I talk to our students about this a lot in the academy, is the idea of the compound effect. Mm-hmm. So, and I think this kind of ties into like the turtle, the slow and steady wins the race because people <laughs> don't want to hear slow and steady wins the race, right? Like right. they literally are like, okay, that sounds amazing. Now, how can I speed it up? Right. But the compound effect is all about compounding every effort. So what you do today, even if you don't see the result of it, it compounds, it builds over time. So your workout today, and then your workout tomorrow and your workout in three weeks, and then your nutrition and la 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 la, even if you're not in the moment seeing the exact results, which is why most people quit their health and fitness journeys. They don't stay in it long enough to see the benefits, right? Totally. And if, but if you stay in it, you go day after day and remind yourself like today I'm putting like a little deposit into my value bank, into my health bank that will pay me off later. Like almost like your bank account, right? Like interest will pay you back. And then you know that you're building up. And then when you do have something happen in life where you stop for a while, you get derailed. It's not like it's really a big deal because you built that compound effect. And that's the way I really think about fitness. And I just remind myself, and I also use that as a motivator. So when I don't want to go to the gym, I'm like, no, this will, you know, in three weeks time is going to pay off big time for me because I'm going to feel stronger. I'm going to feel, you know, more relaxed. I'm going to have more self-care, all of those things. I, I always think of it in that way. And that keeps me motivated. And also that's what I tell to our, our students to help their clients stay on track. Cause it's like, you know, what you do today does matter. Because that's what we start to think. We think it doesn't matter. And what you do every single day matters towards your journey. It's either moving you towards it or moving you away from it. But when you look at the whole picture, it will balance itself out. Definitely. Now, you know, the other thing I want to talk about, and this sort of ties into like the whole turtle mentality of just, it's not necessarily about the speed side, but it's about trying to do everything at once. You know, you will never win if you try to do everything all at once from the very beginning, I believe that to be true. I think that if you try to do all of the things right away, so if you are someone who is starting on your health journey or you're trying a whole new modality or whatever it is, but if you're doing a huge change in your life and you try to change everything, you literally go from you know nothing to everything, changing your diet, changing your workout programs, changing the timing of it, changing your routine, everything, it will be almost impossible for you to stay consistent and to commit to that for a long term. I believe the compound effect kind of comes into play here too, because then it's like the way that we always approach it, the way that we recommend our fitness and nutrition expert students teach their clients is a slow and steady approach of adding one element, maybe two small changes in your life. Maybe it's, I start walking 30 minutes a day and I eat um, vegetables with every meal right? And that might be a huge change for someone, but that's not overwhelming change. It's not impossible change. When you try to give somebody a plan that is giving them all of the changes right from the jump, like I'm getting rid of these, I'm going to work out for an hour and a half every day. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You can do that for about seven days, 
maybe 14 days. But then after that point, there's this place where you just, you hit a breaking, like a wall, like a breaking point. And you can no longer feel like, because you're driving everything on motivation at that point. You're like, I'm motivated to do this. I'm motivated to do this. But it's not something that is like consistently a part of who you are. You're not building a habit to be able to give yourself the opportunity to make it become part of your daily life. And then eventually, once you get those places, when you do it the opposite way and you slow and steady it, and you have those as like lifestyle changes, and now they're a part of who you are, that's when you add in, okay, now I can add in another layer. And now I can add in another layer. And then it becomes less daunting, less overwhelming. Well, I think too, that's one of the things that we're not taught about changing fitness and nutrition is you're also changing your entire identity. And when you try to change your entire identity, it's like going from like a brunette to a blonde, right? Or like <laughs> literally going from like, you are a lawyer to your, you know, I don't know, a, a burlesque dancer. Like it's so, it's so far from where you are right now. And some people thrive in that change, but the majority of us, the identity shift is so it's too fast. Right. So you're suddenly like, who am I? Like, I, okay. I'm someone who goes to the gym every day or I'm someone who works out every day. I'm someone who, you know, suddenly has overhauled my entire diet. And like Amanda said, you're going on willpower and motivation, which is a feeling that's driven by a thought. But the thought usually is like, I've got to do this. I'm overweight. I'm not good enough. La la la. And the, that's the fuel that's driving that feeling. So it's not a positive motivation or a positive willpower. It's like a hustle struggle, right? right? And when you're in that energy, you can never stick to anything. So as you start to shift small habits and then you start to see they become who you are. And I was talking to one of our students about this because she was asking me like kind of these similar, similar questions. Like what, how long did it take you to identify as someone who's fit. And I was thinking back and I was like, that's really interesting. Cause you know, for me, I didn't grow up sporty or athletic. Neither did you. Like I was never, I was overweight, you know, through all of high school, through all of my 20, well, most of my twenties. Um, I was constantly dieting, constantly trying to look for the next quick fix and the next best thing. And I was like, when was the day I kind of just identified as fit? And I realized it wasn't that I was I identified like physically, I look fit. It was when I identified as like, I am someone who is a fit person. Like I like exercise a priority. I do it every day without thinking of it. So even if I am doing a workout or going to the gym, that's part of my fitness. But even when I'm not, I would never think of just laying on the couch all day. You know what I mean? Like, unless I consciously chose that. So it would be for me right away, I wake up and I would go for a walk or I would, you know, you know, I'm always doing stuff or whatever. And that became part of my identity. Probably I would say like in my late twenties, like probably when we started fit chicks, that's when I really started to be like, this is not just what I do. This is who I am. Right. And when I don't do it, I feel like I'm not like, I feel out of sorts because my identity is like having a battle. Right. So it's just, I find when you're doing these things, it's not just about, okay, I'm going to find a habit I can stick to. It's like, I'm going to find a habit that becomes who I am. And that's when the habit becomes easy. Like when we talk about effortless stuff, we teach this a lot in our certifications. It's not about because the habit's easy, right? It's because the habit becomes part of who you are. And that's what makes it easy because then there's no force to do it. It just is what you do. It's so true. And I think, you know, I think back to when I realized that moment of this is just who I am. And I agree. I think it was, it was when we started Fit Chicks. It was like, okay, this is, this is who I am. I am somebody who 
moves their body consciously and unconsciously almost every single day. It's a part of it. It truly does feel like a battle. Like if there is a day where I'm like, I'm not going to work out, it is a conscious decision. It's, it's like, it's almost harder for me not to now than it is to do it. Yeah. Because it's just like, this is just, what do you mean I'm not doing a workout? What do you mean I'm not, even if it's something that's short, even if it's just something that's like a quick workout or something, but just something that like, you know, gets my endorphins up, moves my body, gets my blood flowing, shifts my energy, shifts my mood, does all I know the benefits to it so strongly. And I've seen the changes emotionally, mentally, physically in myself that for me to not do it is a challenge. And it's just, it's so interesting, right? It's so interesting how, when that shift happens, when you look back, how quickly you can see what a big difference it is and how much it has changed your life and how much health and fitness has changed your life. And I think, you know, with this podcast today, that was one of the things I really wanted to talk about was just like that shift that happens. It's not going to be an overnight thing. It just like all these people that you see on social media with like, you know, these overnight millionaires and businesses and all this kind of stuff that you see. It's like, that is like unicorn stories of like, they don't happen often. It usually doesn't doesn't, happen. I, I believe it almost does not happen unless you win the lottery. Right. Exactly. And so when you're thinking about your health and wellness, it's the same principles. It's like when people have successful businesses it's because they get up and they do the work every single day and they show up and they dedicate themselves. But then when it comes to our own health and wellness, sometimes we just, we don't believe the same principles to be true, but they are true. But it's just like, you have to be consistent. You have to show up and just take the time, nurture it, love yourself in the process, give yourself the opportunity to grow into like, that is who I become, right? That is who I am now. And then that's when it becomes like so much easier because it is just a part of who you're, who you are as a person. And don't try to rush it because when you try to rush it by doing the quick fixes and by doing the fad diets and by doing the, you know, three hours a day at the gym and all of those kinds of things. And I'm talking from my own personal experience of these are the things I was trying to do to rush it. The only thing that I did was exhaust myself, overwhelm myself and stress myself out and frustrate myself because by the end of it, I really didn't feel like I was anywhere further ahead And then I would always have a breaking point and I would go right back to my old habits, which is why then I would be on the hunt for the next fad diet, the next program, the next thing versus just finding something that I consistently could stay with and consistently do every single day for the rest of my life. So my because we are conditioned to believe that it's better there than it is here. Like Mm -hmm. we, we glorify this idea because we do everything to feel something or to avoid feeling something. Right. Right. So we think and our, our brains will tell us, oh no, once you have, cause I, again, I know because this was me, <laughs> yes. my brain told me, okay, once you have the six pack, you will feel like a real confident coach, fitness coach. And I got the six pack and I realized I don't feel any different, but I have a six pack now. And I did it in a way that I burnt myself out and beat the crap out of myself to get there. So it was a horrible journey. The end result wasn't different, but that's the thing is we think that we want to get there so fast because we think we're going to take away the feeling we have right now. And that feeling might be that we don't feel good enough or we hate our bodies or whatever. So we're like glorifying this place where we're going, but guys, it's not better there than it is here. It never is. It's 50, 50. Always. There will be different problems there and different good stuff there right? Mm-hmm. So the one thing I do want to say though, just about this, cause I love, you know, we always give practical tips, which is one thing we do at Fitchix Academy, uh, which I think is amazing. Cause most coaches, well, all of the coaches in our, um, Academy, that's one thing they always say to us is I love how you guys give us stuff that we can do. 
in real life. It's not just a concept. It's like, we can do it. So one thing when you're thinking about this, like the idea of slow and steady wins the race and the compound effect, it's the idea too of, you know, implementing daily habits. So like Amanda said, it's discipline. It's daily. It's not like, oh, I do this for a week and I stop, or I, you know, I do this for a month and I stop. Like it's the little things every day that add up. But if you try to change everything at once, like Amanda said, it's not going to work. So it's about setting an intention for a daily habit. And even if it is something, but it has to be something that you can actually achieve. Okay. So for example, let's say this week, you're like, I'm going to go for a five minute walk every day. Instead of saying, I'm going to go to the gym for five days this week. And you haven't gone to the gym ever. And then you're like, you go one day and you're like, you're never going to go. You're sore the next day. (laughs) And then you're like, I can't, how could I ever go today? And then it just becomes this snowball effect. And then you, then you quit on yourself and then you don't have your own back, which then that's where the whole script in your mind starts coming up of like, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I never finish things. I never can win. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Because Mm -hmm. you're setting yourself up already for a habit that's too big to start with. So if you're just like, okay, I'm going to do something. So every day, let's say 10 minutes this week, I'm going to go for a walk before I start work. And then no matter what, just do that. Keep it small. And then once you get to a place where you're like, okay, I've done that. And now it's like, that's my habit of like, I get up and I do that. Then maybe it is, I'm going to extend that to 20 minutes, or I'm going to send that to 10,000 steps, or I'm going to extend that to going to the gym one day per week, but whatever it is, make it something that is doable right now. Because again, it's about that identity shift, because as you can actually show to yourself, I said I was going to do this and I'm doing it. Now you become a person who keeps their word to themselves and does the thing. And then you can build on that. So even when I first started working out, you know what I mean? Like we didn't, I never lifted weights. I worked out doing at-home workout videos. Like a man and I used to do like Jillian Michaels and stuff in our living room. And there was like a 20 minute workout video and that was my workout. And then, you know, I've gone through phases where I was running and I would run for 10 minutes a day. Then I started running for 30 minutes a day. And then I stopped running and now I'm, I do Peloton, I do weights, like but it always builds up, right? But you got to get the habit. And once you get the habit, then you can start to grow into the habit. But that's my advice to make sure that you can actually do this. Agreed. And I agree with that 100%. It's all about baby steps. I think of it like, um, I love using like the Wizard of Oz analogy and how it's like laying the bricks towards the end result. But even though, we're, again, we're not getting to like a full end result, but it's like you're laying down the bricks or the foundation to get to the place So the place, instead of thinking about your end goal being like whatever your, excuse me, like your end, you know, quote unquote, like weight loss goal or anything like that. Instead, just think of it as like, I want to get to a place where this just becomes my daily habit. And it's not something I think about. Maybe make that your goal and switch your goal. And by doing that, you're just laying the foundations of like, okay, five minutes a day for one week. Okay. Now it's 10 minutes a day for one week. Okay. Now that's my, now I'm consistent with that. Now it's 15 minutes, but by laying those foundational pieces, that's when you don't go backwards. That's when it just becomes, but you have to be consistent with a small piece first before you start building and trying to go to the very big end piece. You can't get there unless you start building from the start. So, and that is really guys, the secret sauce, as I said earlier, like that mm -hmm. is when people want it to be easy, that's how you make it easy. You train it to be easy, Mm -hmm. right? You're never going to find the thing that's easy right away. It becomes effortless when it becomes who you are. That is how you stick it to it for the long term, And that's the only way you'll be successful for the long term. Exactly. 
So that wraps up our podcast for today, all about my inspirational turtle. Um, <laughs> thank you all That's so much animal. for listening. Yeah. I don't even know why I thought about it, but I just, it just really came to me. I was like, man, like everyone's racing. I think again, it just goes back to the idea that I was just racing through so many things, but so that wraps up for today. Thank you all so much for listening um, to Fit Chat. Of course, if you haven't already subscribed, make sure that you do so that you don't miss any of the future episodes. And for more information about Fit Chicks Academy, make sure you go to fitchicksacademy.com to learn more about our upcoming certifications. We'll see you again next week on Fit Chicks Chat. Thank you for listening. Bye everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.